Mama Drama. It's Racks of the Realness, and it's episode 30. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Chris is oh. like, what's going on here? It's so good, it's so good. <laughs> hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Mama Drama podcast. We've got a very special guest here for you today. We a man by the name of Chris Topper. Whoop, whoop. Hey. Hey. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm honoured to be here, actually. Thank you so much. <laughs> Chris is here for very good reason. Chris is a, a great black man, a great black man in the community. He's got a fantastic series out at the moment called Figuring Out Fatherhood, Thank you. which we think is really important at this time because it sheds a light on the complex things that men go through when they become fathers. I'm not going to talk too much about figuring out fatherhood. I'm going to let Chris do that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Chris, please can you tell us a bit about figuring out fatherhood? So figuring out fatherhood, for me, it was... One thing I'll tell you about fatherhood, it's a lonely journey, to be honest with you. Even when you're married, even if you've got a partner and stuff, it's a very, very lonely journey. Purely because the emphasis is on the woman. She's carried mm. me for nine months, she's given birth, she's going to go through postnatal depression, etc., 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 maternity, all that stuff. We have to go back to work after two weeks. Mm. So it's a very lonely journey. And I thought to myself, you know what, I need men to come together and start talking about what they go through. That's not to take away from what the woman goes through, it's just for us to actually speak about what we go through and to shed light on it. I'm not saying anyone to act on it. But as men, let's take responsibility. Let's, let's be there for ourselves. Let's create a community of men where it's just like, we talk about what we go through and we share the burden. Mm. That's it in a nutshell, basically. Which is fantastic because there's a gap for it. It's necessary. The conversations aren't being mm. had. And generally speaking, they say men tend not to talk about their feelings. So the fact that this you're recording it. these conversations, they're online, people can access them. Mm. It's not easy though, because a lot of men aren't really forthcoming. I sort of have to draw blood from them or have to <laughs> go out and... It's just not natural to us, exactly. unfortunately. Like, even for me, to come in my comfort zone, I wouldn't normally talk about what I go through as a dad. But because it's... I've learned a lot and I want to share. I want to make sure I share it so I push myself to make sure I do it. I have to I have to have these conversations, I believe. So far, you've had series one. You've mm. covered a variety of topics. I'll mention... You've covered um, when there's like a couple raising a child or two parents raising mm-hmm. a child when they're from different cultural backgrounds, yes. what kind of issues and challenges that can bring and yes. what the benefits of it are too. And also you've spoken about, or well, you've spoken with somebody about um, having multiple children at a young age. Yes. Can you tell our listeners some other things you've touched on? I've covered finances as well. I feel like finances are very important purely because me personally, I concluded that the reason why a lot of co-parents don't get along is because finances aren't really managed very well. Mm. It's sort of like the man's given something, the woman's saying she needs more or he's not given enough and they just clash on that topic. So I thought that was important to just shed light on that and how someone who's managing it well, how he's managed to do that as well. I also covered breaking up. Mm. Like, that's, it's, a bit, it's a conversation not many people want to have, but when people break up and they need to co-parent, that transition from being together, raising a child to co-parenting is not always straightforward. Mm. Usually you go for mediation or counselling or something, but not everyone can afford that. So it's important to talk about that as well. And another topic I felt like was important was dating. When other parents start dating someone else, how do you manage that? How do you... Yeah, watch it. <laughs> Shameless plug, watch it. Yes, tune <laughs> in, tune plug. in. Great plug, but we're we're quite into this child support topic because yeah. we mm. find it interesting. We always mm. say stuff about it. What's your overall stance when it comes to child support, child maintenance? Transparency mm. and communication as well because... Right from jump, as soon as the baby comes out of the tummy, 
their expenses, they, they, always, they keep going up. They never go down. And I feel like, I don't, I, I hate to give it the, the responsibility to someone else, but the woman, you, you need to let the man know that this is where the money is going because you need to understand, especially if we're not together, like the man is looking at it from a point of, my money's going somewhere, but I'm not seeing where it's going, right? So do you want it's, receipts? Not necessarily receipts for me. Let me tell you what my, my daughter's mum did for me. And till t- I think of every day, well, every day, not literally, but mm. I think of every day that she's doing this. She created a spreadsheet and it's just like, this is what you're paying. This is where it's going. And for me, it was just like, fair. You can't, you can't argue with that. Do you see what I'm just like, and for me, it was just like, any extra I'm giving her, I know that it's literally extra. It's just to make sure that she's comfortable raising my daughter. Do you see what I mean? Because mm. if you say to a man, well, don't forget, one month is paying zero. Next month is paying, I don't know, 300 pounds a month, 400 pounds a month. For him, it's just like, hmm, where's this going? Kids don't eat that much. You see all the time on the internet, to be mm. honest, like, why does she need this much? Why does she need that much? Because they don't actually understand where it's going. And some people, some men look at it like, she's doing it intentionally just to harm his pockets, mm. whereas it's just to take care of your child. Mm. And I don't see the issue with taking care of your child's mum as well. Like, if she's living comfortably, if she's happy, if she was good about herself, it's going to pass on to your child. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. But you'd be surprised the number of men who just seem to think that the mother is trying to spite him. Mm. And it's unfortunate. Mm. It's do you think, sorry, do you think it's the way in which the conversation is had though? Um, so potentially, and I'm just thinking of examples in my head, they've broken up, it may have not been on good terms or it might have been on good terms and then the money of conversation then comes up because when you're in a relationship with someone and you're together, you don't say, oh, well, well you may have financial conversations but it's not going to be, okay, well, I've paid for this this week and I've done this for the child this week so it's your turn to do it next week. You would hope that people are contributing together and they did it together but obviously when you separate... Mm that dynamic is then shifted and now you're actually having those adult conversations about money and where that person's money is going. Like, why do I need to account to you mm. as to where the money is going? Why do I need to respond? See, that when you have your back against the wall, it, it automatically comes across like we're beefing or we're, mm. we're, we're against each other, which is a problem that a lot of co-parents have. Mm. They never look at it as we're working together to raise a child. It's always you versus me with the child in the middle. Mm. I never wanted to look at my child that way or my daughter's mom that way. I was just like, you know what? This is a project that I hate to say it, but this is a project that we so need to. So, what do you do for a living? <laughs> this is a project that we need to make work. We need to do our best to make her yeah. happy, to make her happy. And if that that means we need to sit and have a conversation, would, would you believe I say to you that I have argued with my daughter's mom once, and she's free? And it was just, for me, it was just like I had to be intentional with my words and how I how I spoke to her and sort of stuff like that. So, when you say how you approach the conversation, when she let me know, she's like, "Chris, I want to start paying this amount." At first, I was like, why does she want so much from me? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, would you mind explaining to me where it's going? As opposed to, Ra, where is it going? Just tell me. Do you see what I mean? It's yeah. how you how you word things is very important as well. Like, would you mind just letting me know where it's going? Because I can't really afford that right now. Or I'm not sure where I'm going to get the money from it. Do you see what I mean? Transparency. Because mm-hmm. you need to remember that even as a man, I have other responsibilities. So for you to come and say that you need a certain amount of money from me, even though I get it for our child... I need to budget that. I need to understand where it's going. You can't just tell me I need to pay a lump sum each month mm-hmm. and not say, this is where it's going. Not everyone might agree to that, which is fair enough. Mm-hmm. But I just believe that it's your responsibility to try to make things work both ways, mm-hmm. man and woman. Women might say, this is how much I want. No questions asked. 
But what I think with how you've described it is that you've approached it from a place of maturity. You mm. haven't approached it with your backup. You you want to yeah. you want to find out more information. Mm-hmm. So you're not. It's not like a confrontation mm-hmm. thing. Like, yeah. what do you want it for? Yeah. Why do you want my money to get your nails done? You're willing to. You, yeah. you want to understand more. So you're not seeking combat. Yeah. So that could have helped you having like a yeah, good outcome. Yeah, definitely. Because it's more like. Like you said, it's the comeback. Some people just like Reggie Man. It's just like, hmm, if I don't give her that much, damn, she's gonna struggle without me. Mm. People, it's some men, not all of them. Some men actually they see it as a power dynamic. Like she wants this much. If I don't give her that much, she's gonna struggle. Which means she's gonna need me even more. Mm. Or she, I mean, or show that she can't handle it by herself. That way, I might get more time with my child because she can't do it by herself. Mm. And it's just like when you look at it from that, it's just. I, I'll give an example. Actually, one of my someone I know, right? He and this child's mom didn't go on previously for a long long time and in his mind he was he always said stuff like oh when his son is old enough he would get his phone and he wouldn't need, ever needs to interact with his child's mum and I was just like is this really what you're planning for like this is mm. your plan for the future like just think about what you're saying to me right now yeah. you're gonna pitch you're gonna pit yourself against his mum and gonna make him aware mm-hmm. that it's you versus his mum this is how you wanna live your life and from there he's just like you know what you've got a point I need to do you see what I mean it's just like confrontation is never going to work in my opinion like we've seen it in our parents generations are we going to repeat that cycle mm. that's and the way I, I look think at it. what's key there what you said it's like focusing on the child yeah. what are the child's needs what's good for the child not me versus you versus yeah. what makes me happy or your happiness how can we work together to do the best thing for our baby yeah mm. that's where i look at it. can i slip one in then so on that premise in terms of the financials should then be child support be made mandatory should it be made mandatory through the government? Child support is mandatory, isn't it? No. It's mandatory based on the man's earnings. Yeah, they can take you to the... So if a man isn't doing it voluntarily, a woman can go to the government and say... And they'll take it from Yeah, child maintenance. Like, yeah, automatically. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, in terms of... Their, it, you know in America it's different whereby you're going to court, you're not paying child support. That doesn't... You can go to jail, yeah. Oh, okay. So in terms of that, a, a man doesn't have to disclose his finance, finances. We know that people make... In up. this country? In this country. You don't, like... You know, no, no, but it's... Unless the woman says, actually, you know what, he's not paying mm. his way, and she approaches and says, he's not paying his mm. way, I would like child maintenance... The government aren't going to say, well, you've got a kid, you need it's to pay. It's not automatic. It's not automatic. For it. Yeah, it has to be applied for. And not mm. many women apply for that. Okay. So I'm, I'm saying, do you think that there should, it should be so made from birth? So when they sign the birth when they sign that birth certificate, you know that packet. he has to pay Ooh. that. What this, is, this, is, this is very, very sensitive territory, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. The reason I say that is because we've seen it in America, like you referenced, people treat it as a meal ticket, mm. right? Which we take it you're against. We take Pardon? it you're against when the woman has a baby just for the income. Yeah, I am against it. Okay. That's what I was trying to... Like, it, it's, I don't want to ever, like... Do you see, I mean, how are you having a child as a meal ticket? Mm. That's my... It's just like, why would you intentionally seeking out someone to have his child just so you're taking care of for the rest of your life? Like, it's so... People just love a come up, really. People, I hate, people but, love a come up. It's, that's why it's very sensitive territory because if you introduce her over here and she's like... All these footballers, and if she knows that, she's definitely going to get racks mm-hmm. and racks and racks. She's going to actively try to have his child. Mm-hmm. We hear it all the time, and she's like, such and such took his condom. His condom was missing up. I don't want to, I don't know. I don't know. I want to stay out of You know, I want to just. You can say, no, we're here. Keep that in the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to call everything. It's just, nah, man. No, okay. Yeah. 
no, that's a no, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is a no. Take from that what you will. It's just, cool. So yeah. for the purposes of our listeners, how many children do you have? Just one. And how old is she? She's three. Okay. So when you became a father, in our previous episode, maybe two episodes ago, we spoke about something called matrescence, the process of becoming a parent. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a term that they use for men, but matrescence is what they use for women. Do you feel as though you went through a similar type of transition when it came to you becoming a dad? Definitely. What was it like for you? Definitely. Um, this is something I haven't actually told anyone before. But, um, Exclusive. Oh, stop, 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 stop. But um, when I first had my daughter, I... I was very lost and I felt like I was failing as a dad for a long, long time because I just, I just, we, I struggled to bond with her for clarity. Just, I just, mm. you know how women just like, oh, come, come, come. Mm, mm, mm. For me, it was just like, what's going on? Yeah. And we just, I didn't know, I, I couldn't figure out what's happening. And I'd go, sorry, I was so, me, my daughter's mum and I, we didn't live together right so I'd go home and it was just like, okay, we'll try again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We'll see if anything changes. And this went on for a good four or five months. But then as she started to become responsive and mm-hmm. that's when my transition started. I was just like, oh, okay, this is what she likes, what she doesn't like. And then but obviously at, at the start of it, we did the whole skin to skin thing, which was very nice. It was really, really nice. But this is just ate and slept and just <laughs> pooed. So yeah, yeah I, I guess... I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, it was more along the four to five month mark. That's when I started to feel like a dad. Mm. Yeah. If that makes sense. But at the start of it, I just felt like a, just a person. Just, we were just people to each other. Yeah. Yeah. But even that period is you going through the motions to Maybe, get to yeah. that, to get to that space. Cause I feel like with, well, with women, the babies is inside of our body. So we mm. have us, what was it? Nine months to get ourselves. Mm-hmm into the headspace to become a mother, but as a guy, it's not happening inside yeah. your body. You can see it externally. So I think it's quite natural that it might not be instant. Mm. And you hear quite often, like, my daughter's dad always used to say, like, oh, she's boring. Like, what's, what's she going <laughs> to do? But what, now that she can play more, you can interact and enjoy each other's yeah. company. Uh, yeah, so I feel like, like you mentioned, you obviously have nine months. When your, do- when your child first comes out, you get the whole, like, the child still longs for you in... Yeah, not directly, but the child longs to you. Right? The man, for me, was just like, I'm trying. Like, I, I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Literally just, wait. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make her laugh. And just like, nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Yeah. That's really insightful, actually. It adds so much to the depth of when you say being mm. a dad can be lonely. Because mm. there is so much focus on mum and baby, mum and baby. And it's like, okay, dad, like... Dad's there, yeah. but it's not it was like I said, because we lived together did. as well. It was I'd go home and just you know what tomorrow's number day. We'll try again, we'll try again, we'll try again. And because her mum was good, I like to believe she was. Good. I hope I pray she was good, but yeah, I believe she was good. She was good, yeah. So it's like I was like, you know what, that's handled. So let me just focus on my daughter. And yeah, it was. A lot of respect, though, for still trying during that time because a lot of people just switch off. Yeah, it's It's easy to. Yeah, or just come back when the child's grown. It's easy to. Yeah, it's very easy to to keep trying. Mm, I feel like obviously when you don't know your place Mm. and you're still finding your space because I still feel like the matrician thing is still. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a (laughs) mum. I've got a child, but is he mine? (laughs) No, he's one. (laughs) 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 You better not hear this before. (laughs) 
am I a mum? Am I a mum? Like I literally wake up and I'm just like, no, like, this can't be real. Like I can't be doing the nursery run. I can't be rushing mm. home to make dinner and doing all of these things. Like, am I literally a mum? Like it hasn't sunk in yet. Mm. So I just can't imagine as a woman what a guy is going through. And I know um, Luke was like, nah, you guys obviously go through all of these emotions and stuff, but actually, what about us? What about the dads? We go through a lot as well. Like, I want to help. Mm. I want to do these things. I want to know how to change a nappy. I want to know how to make formula and all of these things. Mm. No one teaches us. We just kind of Oh, have yeah, to... I did all that. But stuff like that, I feel like you can go on YouTube and learn that, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. Like, I hit, yeah, you can actually learn. Stuff like that is... Anyone can do that. Mm. Really. It's, I guess... The transition to a dad for me was just more on the emotional level, like the mm. more the connection. Mm. That didn't come till much later. Like, so how's it now? How is oh, it now? That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. That's it. Listen, when I say that's my best friend, I'm she's free, but we can sit there just looking at each other and we start laughing. Like, just yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's my dog, man. Yeah, you've got a daddy's girl on your hand. Oh, definitely. Even, like, <laughs> even, even her mum knows. Like before, she was fighting it, but she's like, you know what? I'm waving the white flag, you win. Yes, daddy's <laughs> Yeah, I love it. So, as a man with a daughter, were you fearful to have a girl child? No. Not at all. Have oh, you seen, have you spoken to men who are scared to definitely. have a girl child because they're scared of what men will do or something uh, like that? Oh, you know what? What's um, that about? I've always wanted the girl first, funny enough. Yeah, really? I know it's, it's strange. Wow. I've, yeah. I've always wanted the girl first, purely because there's a lot of women in my family as well, so I, I kind of expected it. One, and two, it's more like boys are a lot of work a lot of work a lot of work did you hear that guy <laughs> boys are a lot are, of work they they're a lot of work um i just thought you know what i don't know what it was i just always wanted to go first i just literally wanted to go first and i'm grateful that i had, I had to go first yeah so why do you think some guys are like fearful to have a daughter people project mm-hmm. people project into the world and there's something i've never doubted my parents and ability even before i had a child i always knew that I'll bring them up to be the best they can and as soon as they make, I know that I'll do prepare them for the world. I was ne- I've never been fearful to have a daughter. I get it, to be fair, because when you look at what the world is like right now, especially when it comes to like feminism and equality and all that stuff, it's like it's not it's it's documented that there's a slight disadvantage to women, unfortunately. But I don't think that's what they're talking about. I think they're more fearful about how they're gonna be around men. Respectfully, it's more they're fearful that men will take advantage of them, they'll do this, they'll do that, or she might be, you know, what word I'm thinking in my head. I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she might be she promiscuous, might, promiscuous, sexually yeah, liberal. yeah, all that stuff. She might be all that, but for me, your child is going to be your like boy or girl, they can happen to a boy as well. Let's call a spade a spade. The boy can go through the exact same thing. Mm. Why is it more acceptable for the boy but not for the girl? Mm-hmm. So, I'm not. For- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so I'm not fearful that I just know that I'm going to do the job as best I can I know that I'm going to make sure she's well equipped for the world mm. I have no doubts about that so that was it I was just like you know what she's going to be who she is so yeah and if you're wondering if he's talking absolute rubbish I'll say on his blog he posted affirmations so you've got your daughter doing affirmations <laughs> yes, right yes, so yes, instilling yes. in her yeah. self-worth yeah, it's, it's she needs to know that she's she's worthy. Like not that she worthy. She she's a queen. Like and she needs to be treated as such. She's beautiful. She needs to be treated that way. She's intelligent. She needs to be treated as who she puts herself out to be. Mm-hmm. How you project yourself is how people are going to treat you. To be honest, so she needs to know self worth. <laughs> I say it all the time. You need to be your own hype man. You need to believe in yourself. Like you can't expect validation. Yeah, from, from everyone. That's else. that you, word. Yeah. 
the words if validation. you go out seeking advice from other people, the same people that give it, you can take it away from mm-hmm. you. She needs to know. Stop doing that. We <laughs> 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 like old women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she just needs to know that she she is it. Like, she is, that you know. Yeah. She's not seeking it from anywhere else because you hear about some girls having daddy issues. Yeah. So daddy issues, men go through it too, by the way, just FYI. What, with, with their dads or with their mums? Daddy issues. Daddy men issues have daddy issues. Daddy, 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 daddy issues. People well. have. It, you know what? So I don't know if this is a topic we're going to cover today, but people have daddy issues. Yeah, both men it's and a women. future topic, but is it potentially because dads aren't um, doing their best in their dad capacity? Not direct. No, 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 no. It's, it could be anything. So, for example, an absent dad. And I'm saying that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not there. He could be there, but he might not be there emotionally. He might not be there financially. He might not be there. There's like, a dad has different roles to play in the household, right? Emotionally, he has to be present, right? And if he's not there, if he's not present, it's just like, the boy will grow up longing for his dad, longing for someone to mm. show him how to be a man. Mm. That in itself is a daddy issue, right? Financially, mm-hmm. dad is, maybe the mum is carrying the weight of the financial burden in the house. The son is privy to this and he's going to grow up with a complex like, I don't want to be like my dad. My mom's mm. in all the work. Do you see what I mean? So yeah. dad issues come in many different ways. So everyone has dad issues. Well, everyone can have dad issues, shall I say. So when you're raising your daughter, are you, are you conscious of trying to avoid her having any particular type of daddy issue? Um, I, I, I never think about it, to be you honest. I don't. I just you do my best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you try to avoid something too much, you'll end up becoming what it is you're trying to avoid. Interesting. It's always in your mind. I believe in affirmations, by the way. I believe in manifestation, all that stuff. So if you focus too much on the negative, you will bring it to light. You will make it happen by yourself, unfortunately. So I just focus on the positives. So we see single dads sometimes getting quite a bit of a hard time. What do you think about that? Or why do you think it is? You need to specify what you mean by hard time. You hear people saying, oh, deadbeat dad or oh. part-time dad, oh, okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Is it is it fair, unfair? I think it's definitely but, unhelpful, personally. Mm-hmm. These terms, I find them unhelpful. What mm. do you think about them? When you said, we need to... Oh, yeah, let me we need to drill firstly, into firstly, what you're trying to get what do you even think about the terms? Like, what would you label yourself? Would you say you're a single parent, single dad, um, dad? What What is your title? Okay, so by definition, a single father, a single parent mm-hmm. is the primary care of the child. So where the child spends more than 50% of their time, yeah. right? Which is why you will find that the when it comes to stats, the stats are skewed in terms of, of single mothers because it will be like something like 70%, 80% of the population are single mothers, but it's only because they are the primary carer, not that the dad is absent mm-hmm. from the relationship, shall I say. Mm-hmm. There's that. And myself, I, I I'm just a dad. That's that's the long, it's part of my identity. I'm a father. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's no single tear. There's no, nothing. It's just I'm a dad. That's it. That's all identifiers okay so then in terms of what rack was saying the the negativity that stems with from rather absentee father or Mm. dad not being present or dad not being involved or men are trash that's even another topic but it all kind of no no but they're they're all into it's all intertwined purely because a man can be a terrible terrible partner and end up being a fantastic father Mm -hmm. to his, his child so how the mother might then define him or explain who he is to some, someone else, she could end up focusing on the negativity that's him being a bad partner mm-hmm. and that overshadows him being a good dad. Mm-hmm. That's something that plays into it. Um, being a part-time dad, 
I don't, what does that even mean? It's, 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 it's like you just tap in, tap out. It's so like you're, you're not fully on. Yeah, you're the weekend daddy. So you just have them on the weekends. Do you come in the week and do your bedtime stories? You do bedtime. It's got such negative connotations. Like, it's not a positive term. It's not positive. Well, you, uh, when you say something like that, it's, is that part of the agreement? What if mm. that's what the mother wanted? Mm. What if she didn't want him in, she doesn't want him in her, in her space? Mm. What is she going to do? Pick up the baby, go to his house, put it to bed, yeah, bring him. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? You need to. That there's yeah, yeah. so much to consider in people say these things. That's why I hate blanket statements because mm. it paints us all in a negative light. Because mm. you, like you just mentioned, why doesn't he come after work to put her to bed? But what if she hasn't? What if she has a partner? Mm. Then what's he meant to do? Just be free in the free of the house, just all doing it together? Well, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I mean, when when I think because obviously I'm not in that position, mm. but when I think of co-parenting and obviously moving on and being mature and mm. having that kind of stability, you know your mm. status or role in the dynamics. Yeah. And I've moved on, you've moved on, whatever. Or you may be single, I've moved on, whatever. Um, for me personally, my what is it me casa su casa mm. like if we have a child together and we're raising that child um i can't just be doing it's hard being in a relationship anyway but i've got my own views on that but then to be separated from the father of your child mm. or the mother of your child i need you to be there as well present like during the week so for me mm. personally i would have an arrangement whereby i don't mind you popping in and saying yeah. i want to read a bedtime story tonight or i don't mind getting them ready for bed or dropping them to nursery in the morning i would have that type of arrangement i know some people might not be comfortable with that it's but easy, those are the things it's yeah. easier said than done there there's go, a lot yeah. of dynamics like what if the partner's like no i'm not having no other mm. man in my house and this is my yard yeah 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 have their egos this it happens it, yeah. Um, but for me personally, I, when I think of co-parenting, mm. I'm thinking of the best situation, the mm. best outcome for the child. And that is seeing both my parents being able to be amicable with one another, being mm. in the same space, breathing the same air, not mummy's house, mm. daddy's house. Oh yeah, we got grandma's house. Like there's some mm. confusion there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. am I going to mummy's house this weekend? Is mm. it daddy's house? Okay. But and it is mummy's house and it is daddy's house. Correct. Yes, it is. But then it just becomes so many houses. So you like, everyone's together at Christmas. It's... It, Everyone's give about Christmas. Like, yeah. let's do but something do, no, together next. But do you see... Um, I have to disagree with you on that because, yeah. like you mentioned, there's moments and daddy's house and I think it's important to establish boundaries mm. for a child so that the child understands before mm. it gets to, like, a like 13, then they're wondering why why am I here or am I there? I feel it's important to establish these boundaries from young mm-hmm. and stick to them. Mm. No grey areas because once there's grey areas, it's just like, oh... That's when you have to start asking this question, like, oh, why aren't you staying here? Why aren't you staying there? And mm-hmm. you don't want to get tongue-tied at the last minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you start to explain this to them from when they're young, they'll understand by the time they're older. That's mm-hmm. why I believe it's important to establish boundaries. But that being said, in developmental stages, like, for example, like you mentioned, when my daughter was up until she was like, up until she was about three, actually, I would go midweek and go stay with her, like, or put her to bed, pick her from lunch, just put her to bed, give, give her and just go to bed. I mean, for me, it was just two hours out of my day why not yeah why not but some other men will be like oh no i don't want to do that because i don't want to see her her, her mom yeah. or his mom mm-hmm. all that stuff there's a lot to think about some people just to want to be in their space like it could, it could create a toxic environment mm-hmm. for the child what would you rather him not to be there or him to force himself there mm-hmm. and you're just screwing each other mm-hmm. the whole time because kids pick up, pick up on because these things everything yeah they do Co-parent is different for different people. It depends on the dynamic. Dynamics and who you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. So we've touched on dating a bit. (laughs) (laughs) How have you found um, dating as a single dad? Have you been date? Have you dated since becoming? (laughs) Sorry. Let me let me let me rewind it. Let me rewind it. (laughs) 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 
what I'm getting at here, as I said, how do you find dating a single dad? I apologise. How have you found dating as a dad who's not with their child's mother? Who said you're not a single dad? You are a dad. And I thought it's a very broad question to zero in. Into I'm going to I'm, I'm zero it in. It's in terms of when you're um, getting to know someone, do you let them know off the bat that you have a child? Do you wait a while? Come on, off the bat. Hi, my name is Chris. Even before I tell them my age. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's a very important part of my identity. Like, like, yeah, I am who I am, which is a dad. Even before I say what I do for work, I'm saying I'm a dad. Like, for example, if I start talking to someone today, I could be like, oh yeah, I'm going to pick up my, I just dropped my door off today. I'm like, by the way, I'm also a dad. Like, it's something I need to make sure that you're clear on from jump. Mm. And I'm giving the opportunity to either keep a step in or be like, oh, that's cool. I don't mind. Do you see what I mean? So it's important for me to establish that off the bat. Do you think that um, more women are interested or less women are interested because you've got a I've child? heard people like that Zaddy effect. He's yeah, like, Zaddy, oh, Zaddy, Zaddy, he's so good at his kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That was yeah, drilled. That was drilled. <laughs> I drilled it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not even start. I'm just thinking of what to say. Um, to be honest with you, I don't think the level of attention has changed, but the Ooh. kind of attention has changed okay. because people say stuff. I love it when you're in daddy mode, etc. Wow. Which is a hundred bit odd. It's but, like, but women are broody. Biologically, a woman might be broody mm. and seeking someone to procreate with, and she sees you that's doing where, a good job. That's where the problem constantly because it's like, I don't want you to think that this is like... I want another child right do you now. See, no, 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 no. The shop, the factory is closed. On to yeah. further notice. <laughs> it's closed on to further notice. So that's why I, what I like to highlight is when, I, if, when, when I'm dating, I have to make sure that you're aware that I don't want another child anytime soon. Like, some people don't want to hear that, some people don't, but I just need to make sure you understand that this is what I want. So if you go out of your way to make it happen, <laughs> are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> are you listening? <laughs> if you go out of your way to make it happen, because I will take every possible precaution mm. I can. And if a situation where how graphic am I allowed to be you on this? You can be. I was going to say, ahead. do you use condoms? Then? Oh, definitely, definitely, okay, definitely. Cool. definitely. Well, it's more like on the off chance that that point three percent leads to a. What's your what are you gonna do? What's the plan? If you say, Oh, I don't mind, I'm gonna mm. that is enough for me to say I don't I'm good. Mm. I'm good. Because I feel like as a parent myself, I have to take every precaution to make sure that one, I'm protecting my daughter's interests. I don't want her to feel like she has to share my attention with someone else or another child. Even though funny enough today she was like, Oh, I was like, What do you want for Christmas? She's like, Oh, I want a baby. I was like, oh, a baby oh. doll. <laughs> she said, No, a baby. I was like, what? A babysitter. She's like, oh no, 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 an actual baby. I was like, what kind of baby? She's like, oh, a baby. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> I can't help you. Go ask your mom, no, ask me. <laughs> I can't help you there. But um, I thought it's important to establish the fact that I just, at this point in time, it's not what I want. It's not part of. Mm-mm. My so, daughter's my mm-hmm. my primary priority right now. I don't want to shift that to someone else. Mm-hmm. So. So basically just being clear from the outset, from jump. stating what your roles are, mm-hmm. i.e. I'm a dad, this is what I do, it's not part-time, it's full-time, I'm hands-on, I'm present, I do affirmations, etc. All that stuff. And you just make it known. And the factory is closed. The this factory fa- is closed. No, the, 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 the factory is closed. The factory is closed. Oh. <laughs> so that being said, do you have like a, a, a marking time whereby you'd allow a new person to meet your daughter? No one's met my daughter so far. And 
Why? But I in your head, do you have a point in which you do that? Like after a year or after no, six months? I you don't. I, uh, why? Why? Just, because if you're getting serious uh, about someone, you might want to see how they... Obviously, you don't want your daughter to be building attachments with mm. everyone, anyone you talk to. But at the same time, you want to know how that person... Or you might want to know how that person I, interacts I would, with I do. I do. Thank and you. to be honest, um, it's a bridge I haven't got to yet. So I'm going to speak hypothetically. It's more... I would assume probably when I'm ready to get engaged or something. Or <laughs> <laughs> when you're about to nah, it's make it official. Purely official. because it's like you mentioned, it's my daughter and I don't want her to build an attachment with someone who's here today, gone tomorrow. I don't... No, just no. No, no, no. I want to protect everyone's interests, to be honest. Like, even hers as well. If it doesn't work out, I'm breaking up with her. She's also breaking up with my daughter, yeah. technically. Mm-hmm. I don't want that for her and I don't want that for my daughter either. So, No. So as a dad, do you put that on your child's mother too? Have you said to her like respectfully? Um, So the agreement the agreement we had was before we introduce our respective partners, uh, we would I would meet your partner or you would meet my girlfriend, etc. So that that's the only agreement we have. In terms of when I trust my daughter's mum to make smart decisions. I trust her to make smart decisions, right? If I did have concerns, then I'll flag it. But so far, so good. I trust to make smart decisions, yeah. Great. All right, any other questions before we wrap it up with the tips to dad's part? Um, do you think that... I just want to bring it back to Black History Month mm-hmm. a bit. Do you think that black dads in particular have a negative stereotype Definitely. of their role as father? Why? Oh, do we have a negative stereotype within ourselves? Not within yourself, from the outside perspective. Yes. Yeah. We Why? definitely do. Why? Uh it's very layered. It's it's just it's there's some kind of expectation, even from the other demographic, the way they look at us, it's like we are we're not there. Like it's it's we actually on all the time, for example, white M there's this white MP David Lawrence on Twitter, he said something like to Marcus Rashford, like you oh, should focus on you should focus on black families about the dads there. It's just like yeah. why is it that they think or they seem to, they're assuming that black fathers aren't present. I don't know what the stats are, so I can't, I can't back it. I can't say that we are, we aren't. But there's this connotation in the world, like literally in the universe for some reason, <laughs> that black dads were just not present. Mm. And like you said, and I, and I think there's just opinion, so there's no facts to back it. It's because of what I mentioned earlier on in terms of the stats regarding single mums. Society will tell you that 8% of single, there's 8% of black women are single mums or whatever, etc. But... Mm. They, it's not because the men aren't there. It's just because women are the primary carers. Mm-hmm. That's why. So, I think that plays a part. And we focus on as a, as a society, we focus on the negativity as opposed to the positive. So, mm-hmm. off the bat, something like an absent dad or, or a single or a single mum beefing her dad or the child's dad, it will get more publicity than a couple that are doing well raising mm-hmm. their child. It's just how we are as a society, unfortunately. Hopefully we can change that. I don't know if we can, but it's a kind of, and I don't see anything time soon, unfortunately. It's just a negative stereotype which exists, but we need to do our best to change that. We don't know, not all the women hate their children's dads. So, yeah. Cool. Well, figuring out fatherhood's doing its part, right? Oh, breaking yeah. that stereotype. Yeah, 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 smashing yeah. It. One day at a time, one day at a time, man. <laughs> So thank you so much for coming on. But to wrap it up before you go, do you have any tips out there for fathers who are trying to figure out fatherhood? Yes. 
Matter of fact, I do. <laughs> so, we were hoping you were <laughs> No, so this is what I told everyone. And I told everyone this. Because this is all work for me. It might not work for you. I hope it works for you, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. There are three things you need to focus on when you're trying to co-parent with a woman that you're not with, right? Emotions. You need to manage her emotions and your emotions as well. Finances. You need to manage your finances as well. Like, wherever she needs, make sure you support her. And, and some. To make sure she needs to be good for the child to be good. And the third one is responsibility. Whatever agreement you have, stick to it, mm. right? I can drill into each one. So when I say um, emotions, emotions such that if you've chosen not to be together, do not be together. Don't let her think there's anything there because she's just had your child. Her home is all over the place. And one thing women see, if they see that you're good with a child, it's like, oh, must be nice. So... <sighs> Don't dip your toe back in the water. Don't, don't, there you go. <laughs> don't, 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 don't let her think it's more that than what it is, yeah. right? Boundaries. Establish your boundaries and stick to them. Finances as well. Once she's told you what she needs, don't think of it as her trying to rob you. In some instances, maybe she is, but that's not the majority of the time. That's minority and very, very 5% of the time trying to rob you. And responsibility make sure that any time, if you're to pick your child up at 9am, be there at 8.55. Mm-hmm. If you're dropping them back at 5.30, be there at 5.25. Purely because when you're actually running late or when something does go wrong, you want her to believe something's actually happened as opposed to her mm-hmm. assuming that you're just a deadbeat or you're useless. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. Because once a woman's, a woman's primary objective is to protect the child. She's going to protect the child as much as she can. And if she feels like you're irresponsible, she's not going to trust you. And from there, it's an uphill battle. Right. So those three things, don't forget. Emotions, finances, responsibility. Those three things, don't forget that. Wow. We ain't got anything else. Our only tip is check out Figuring Out Fatherhood. Thank you. Please, please do. Where can people find it? I've got a website, www.figuringoutfatherhood.com. Instagram, figuringoutfatherhood underscore. Just those two. Um, I would say follow me on Twitter, but don't. I don't say anything smart any other time. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just social commentary, so don't do that. But figuring out fatherhood, the website, figuring out fatherhood underscore, Instagram, those two. And YouTube, the clips on YouTube. Oh, yes, well. on YouTube as well. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. That's my actual YouTube page. So www.youtube.com forward slash Chris You find all figuring out fatherhood episodes over there. Okay, and you've got, you've got season one out at the moment. How, cr- how many episodes are in? 17. 17. So is season two coming soon? I'm actually calling season two at the moment. So if you know any dads who are interested, any dads watching, if you're interested, just hit me up. <sighs> Tweet me. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet me. Or send me an email. It's chris at figuringoutfatherhood.com. If you must, if you must tweet me or DM me, it's twitter.com forward slash chris underscore topper. If you must. Lovely, lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll plug our stuff now. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, all the streaming platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Mama Drama Pod. That's the name. That's where, well, that's where it is every, everywhere. If you're somewhere where you can rate us, please rate us five stars. Hit subscribe. Um, check out our Instagram this week because we'll be running polls on the topics as usual and you can engage with us in our comments. So thank you so much for tuning in. Bye.